Hey there, this is Larry, and I'm here with Armin. You're about to listen to a great episode. But before you do, we want to let you know that we're now podcasting over at the Bold Idea Podcast. That's right, and we're not adding any new episodes to Reinventure Me, but we think you're really going to like what we're doing on the Bold Idea Podcast. We're interviewing some great guests and packing ideas and inspiration to help you put your faith to work to bring your idea to life. So when you're done with this episode, go check it out at boldideapodcast.com. Episode number eight of the Reinventure Me Toolbox. This is the Reinventure Me Toolbox. Quick tips and tools to help you excel in life and in your life ventures. Here's your host, Larry Gates. Well, hello and welcome to this edition of the Reinventure Me Toolbox. This is episode number eight, and we are upon a new year here. And it's the time of year when we start thinking about the new new year resolutions that we want to have and maybe what habits we might need to create to get to them. So it's a new year and perhaps new habits for each of us. And we want to talk about that in today's show. How can we create habits that stick? Habits that we can feel good when we set out on that that they're actually going to stay. You know, there was a study back in 2007 at the University of Bristol that looked at 3,000 people showing that 88% of those who set New Year's resolutions failed in keeping them, despite that over half of them thought that they would be successful doing so. So there's no surprise here. We all have from personal experience probably set a lot of New Year's resolutions over the years, and you're probably contemplating what might be different for you in 2016. And yet, why embark in something that is destined to fail? And perhaps it isn't the idea of the resolution, but how we set about doing it. So we want to talk about that in today's episode. We want to talk about how we can stick to our resolutions. And really, more importantly, how do we create habits that stick? Because underneath a resolution is a habit, and we need to talk about the construction of the habit. Now, we did talk about this back in episode 21, how to create habits for your next great beginning, but I want to talk a little bit more about it today because this is a good time of year just to refresh, and this, hopefully, the shorter episode will help you do that. Now, to create a habit that sticks, one that really works, involves really three attributes. One, that you've got to have focus on what that habit is. The second is clarity around how you're going to implement that habit and and really what it is. And then the third is around visibility. We're keeping that habit in front of us so that we know that that's something that we continue to work on. Because oftentimes I find for myself, and it may be your experience as well, that when something is out of sight, it's out of mind. And we don't want that to happen here if it's a habit that we want to create. So let's talk about this. Focus. First of all, to create a habit that sticks, we need to think about a habit that is really most important to you. The key is not to create so many. A lot of the reasons New Year's resolutions fail is because we pick too many. There are just too many things to work on, and you want to come up with not a bunch of stuff to do, which you might actually be able to do over the course of the year, but instead of doing it all at once, think about adding a habit sequentially. So pick your most important habit something that you really want to do rather than stop doing because you're more likely to engage in a positive habit, something that you will start to do, than you are in a negative one, something that you want to stop doing. But 
regardless, frame it positively and find one that you can start with. And the reason for that is because we only have so much willpower. If you go back to episode 51, what you need to know about willpower, you'll discover that we have just this tank, this reserve of willpower to make choices every day. And habits are choices that we make about what we're going to do when a certain event occurs. And that's what the design of a habit that we want to take advantage of. Now, we have to do that when we have the most amount of willpower to get it done. And that is why it's best pick one habit that you want to start with, work on it, and then move it forward. So in order to pick one habit, obviously you could pick pretty much anything you want to do, but you might give some thought to a keystone habit. And that would be a habit that when you do it, has a multiplier effect or the effect of making the future habits that you want to do more likely to come through. And a great example of that would be, as a keystone habit, would be increasing your health and exercise. Irregular exercise adds health to you, adds stamina, adds uh, mental acuity, improves your energy. And when you have all that improvement in your physiology, you're more likely to engage in another habit that you might want to add as well. So that's why exercise is really a terrific keystone habit to add. It could be writing, could be a great keystone habit because when you choose to write every day, I journal every day, have for the last three years. It's been one of the habits that I added. But it was a keystone habit because it has more than the effect of just writing three pages. It improves my clarity, my perception, my self-awareness. It helps me resolve things. It gives me opportunity to express more gratitude and more mindfulness. keeps me more peaceful. Those are all benefits that are keystone benefits because they affect the other things that I do. Another what might be uh, just a very simple thing to review your task and goals every day. I have started a habit, very simple one, of just reviewing and organizing what I want to do. Now, that doesn't mean that I come up with everything that I want to do for the day, but I organize it each day for whatever period of time that it might need to take. And just doing that increases clarity and increases my ability to prioritize. It uh, lowers my stress because I'm not worried about what's out there, that what's <laughs> what I've forgotten about that might need to get done. And it helps me just get a little bit more de-stressed and focused on my day. So those are great keystone habits that you might pick, and there's hundreds that you could choose from, but find a keystone habit that's important to you that you can express in a positive term, and then determine what's the minimum effective dose. Now, this is important because you don't want to have to create too big of a habit that you have to do every day or whenever you're going to do it because the more effort you put into something, the less likely you're going to do it, and habits are formed from repetition. And what we want to do is increase the probability that you're, something's going to repeat. So, for instance, instead of saying, I'm going to work out an hour or three times a week, why not say I'm going to work out 20 minutes three times a week or 10 minutes three times a week? You're more likely to say, oh, I can squeeze in that 20-minute exercise than you might say I can squeeze in that hour exercise if you've got a busy day. And it's more likely if you're going to squeeze in that 20 minutes that maybe that 20 minutes could stretch to 30 or a little bit longer even, but you're more likely to make it happen when you're biting it off in smaller chunks. So find a minimum effective dose that you can do that increases your probability of repetition. That's the key. Repetition is the key to making a habit work. Clarity is the next point that you want, and that is to say, make it as precise as that you can. And what you want to do is decide, I'm not just going to exercise three times a week. 
when it is 6.30 and my alarm goes off, I'm going to put on the running shoes, I'm going to go out and run. That is precise because you're saying basically if then, you're filling out that equation, when something happens, then I will perform the habit. A good habit is linked to an event. So how can you find out what the event is? Well, link it to the last thing in a reliable chain of habits. So for instance, in the morning I get up, I get a cup of tea, I do my reading, I do my journaling, and then I do my goal reviewing. And then after that, that's when it would be a good time for me to add a new habit because that's the time of my routine that I'm asking, okay, what should I do next? And so when you find yourself asking that question, what should I do next? That's a good place to insert a new habit. And it's best, of course, to insert a new habit when you have the most amount of willpower, and that's usually after you've had some sleep, because that's when you're more likely to choose it. So especially if it's something that might take a fair amount of energy, something that you don't have a lot of experience with in the past, or maybe you have and you've not experienced much success with it, it might be best to think about shifting that new habit in the morning. Once it becomes a habit, you can shift that around pretty reliably to another time of the day, because you're already ingrained to making that happen. The last piece of this is visibility. Visibility is so key for habits because you can only manage what you can measure. And for instance, my habit when I started uh, journaling, the way I began that habit was to put a calendar on my wall and I would just check off every day sequentially that I had journaled. And after a while, I would see this string that I don't want to break. I want to just keep those checks going. Every day, another check. And after a while, it was to the point where I didn't need that visual aid anymore because it became something that I didn't even think about. I got up and that's what I did. Um, Right now, I'm using a new tool that I found on the iPhone called Strides. And that is allowing me to add some new habits for 2016 because I can add the habit and then I can check how often I want to repeat that habit and it can then send me a reminder when I haven't completed it. So if you have an iPhone, it's a beautiful app. It's called Strides and it might be helpful for you as well. Well, I hope you found these tips to help you create habits helpful. Give them a try and let me know how it goes. Visit our show notes at reinventure.me slash RMT8 or call our show line at 612-314-5447. Until next time, this is Larry Gates wishing you a happy new year. Go get them. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Reinventure Me Toolbox. To get the show notes for future episodes sent to your inbox, subscribe on our website at reinventure.me.